3: Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, my friends, today I have an interesting um, interviewee. I'm trying to make up a word here in my own mind. Uh, The reason I think this gentleman is so interesting is because he and his wife have just come through a tremendously difficult time. And they came out the other side of that tremendously difficult time and ended up in a very, very good position. Now, I'm going to let him tell the story. I'm not going to go there, but I do want to color the story a little bit with my story. And then you'll understand why I think this story is so important. You know, I've been consulting people for 30 years. And whenever I meet someone that's not successful, there's always the reason why they're not. They are, had problems as a child, they had problems in their marriage, they got divorced, they lost all their money, they got ultimately ill, sick, hurt, injured, lost their job, uh, ruined their credit, and then of course all any and all of those can add up to be the decline that will never come out of. In other words, you go into a death spiral and you never come out of it type of thing. And what I've found that is the people that are successful interestingly enough have those same stories and they overcome them so a year ago in fact it's almost a year completely now back in October of 2019 or see we're 19 in 2018 um, I had to go to the hospital have intestinal surgery they opened me up like a you know the gut and chicken pulled all my guts out, put them back in, put a colostomy sack on me zip me up and sent me home then a couple months later put me back in the hospital Opened me up completely again, put my intestines back inside of me, and zipped me up again. And then by that time, I had lost so much weight and muscle, my spine could not support my body weight. And I got pinched nerves in my spine and had to go in for back surgery. I mean, it all happened. But what was interesting about all that, which is irrelevant, in that reason it's irrelevant is because during the middle of that, right in the very middle, I found the property I wanted to buy. And it was in line with exactly what I wanted. I'd been looking for it for a year. And I finally found it, got it under contract while I was in the hospital. So I did all the due diligence, all the stuff while in and out of the hospital for two months and closed on the deal. Now we've had it for a year, and uh, it's a blessing. So what would have happened if I just would have said, hey, I'm in the hospital. I can't go get it. I wouldn't have the property right now. And I think that's important. And the gentleman we have with us today has a very similar story, but we want to get into it, along with the fact of uh, what he's done through Lifestyle. So with us today is Jeff Culverhouse. Jeff, welcome to the show.
4: Well, Adele, thank you for uh, for that introduction, and and I really appreciate you letting me come on your show here today.
3: Well, let's not give them all the exciting stuff right up front here. Let's start out by sharing with them a little bit about you and your wife and... um, What brought you to this decision you wanted to do some real estate investing?
4: Sure, sure. Uh, You know, my wife and I are just normal normal everyday people, Uh, you know I got my engineering degree and and started working and you know, been doing that for 15, I mean 20 years and uh, You know, we were just going along and trying to figure out, you know, you know, as an engineer, you, you work a lot of hours and, and work really hard. You know, I did that so that, that my wife could stay home with the kids and everything, and, and we we were doing that successfully. But it, You know, the question becomes, how, how are you going to retire? When am I going to, you know, quit working these 60-, 70-hour weeks? And, you know, what what is there? There's got to be more to this. And, you know, working so hard for somebody else, you know, making, making – more money for some big corporation that, you know, it's it's good and fulfilling but I, I wanted something for, you know, for us that we could, you know, do for ourselves. And so that, that kind of drove us towards real estate. Um, you know, of course, I didn't know anything about real estate, and but luckily we had some very good friends that had joined the LU and, you know, talking to them, in fact, I, I kept saying I'm not ready for that. I don't have the capital to invest in and, you know, I was carpooling with, with these guys and listening to them for a couple of years before we finally finally joined.
3: <laughs> That's pretty funny, really, because I know who they are, and I can't believe that it, you know, it took a couple of years, these guys, because they're really motivated and successful with what they've done here. So you, you what finally broke the camel's back that you said, okay, I'm going to go look, look into this thing, and what did you do first?
4: well you know we were on the dave ramsey plan right Uh, we you know we had been taught to save all our lives and and uh get that nest egg going and and uh and and then you know we had incurred you know some credit card debt when we had the kids and everything but i wanted to have everything paid off i wanted to have my house paid off and and um you know we got to the point where we had everything but the house paid off you know no cars no 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 debt and um then it was like, okay, I think I'm finally ready to j- oh, jump. And also, my one of my good friends, he, he was decided he was going to go lead. And so we, we decided that, okay, now's the perfect time. We want to get in, and we want to go ahead and get in on the ground floor with with him and his property. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of pushed us to go to the two-day.
3: So did you and the wife both go?
4: Yes, yes.
3: So you've been listening to this guy now for a year. Now you finally come in and listen to the information. Um, let's see how much time I have left here. Okay, we got enough time for an answer to this one. So you you hit this two-day thing, and you've been hearing the bits and pieces, and now it's all drawn together in a big, giant map. What was the aha moment you got when you took the two-day? What really slapped you in the face and light bulb went on and go, man, that's it, what have I been waiting for? So, So
4: really it was, you know, I was... We had equity in our house, and, and I was kind of worried about that. But you, you see all these people, and, and, you know, I've heard the stories, and, and you're, you see a few of the people in the two-day that are actually, you know, that, that have been there and, and done this. And I was like, you know, I do have capital. We have we have money in our house that we can pull out. And so, you know, that was kind of the aha moment. I think Dave Fisher said, you know, it's it's kind of the uh, the graduation from you know from uh, Dave Ramsey is, is doing this. And so we were like, you know, we can, we can take the money out of our house and invest it.
3: And uh, that turned out tremendous for us. So did either you or the wife flip out when we brought up the concept that you could, you, you well, the, let's call it the concept of debt equity. The money's sitting there doing nothing. Whereas you've been taught your whole life, hey, you gotta pay your home off. That's free and clear home is the secret to life itself on earth, right? Did that scary either of you?
4: Uh, yeah, it was me. I'm the I'm the skeptic. I'm the one that was, you know, uh, you know, like I said, I sat there and listened to my friends for you know a couple of years on this, and and it's, you know, they they brought me in kicking and screaming, I guess as, as they say, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> but we finally, you know, once once I, you know, listen, especially that second day when you're listening to to how it all works. And of course, I'd already seen, you know. These people had invested in in multiple deals where they they you know returned great amounts of money because they were investing in like 2013, 2014 when the you know they were getting big returns on their on their uh, properties. But um, now it was it was after that 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 we you know really
3: went full force with it. What else did you see in the two day that? Um Clarified stuff for you. I mean, it's a, a lot of material that I'm just curious what because you, the reason why I'm asking this is because You had the luxury of having bits and pieces thrown at you But now you're getting the details. I'm just wondering what stood out to you that you and the wife looked at each other and said Phew, Man, we missed that one.
4: Yeah, it, you know it really it was that it's it's not hard to do this and you know as a as a passive investor It really is easy, right? You just give somebody a little bit of money and uh, then poof, in a couple of years, you get money back. And it's, uh, yeah, that that was really the aha moment for me.
3: Now, so ease of operations, what drew you to it at that point? Um, Correct. I think it's interesting for most people, and I'm going to have to go to break here in a second, so we'll be back with uh, Jeff here in, a, in the show. But uh, as we break out of here, I just want to remind you I think the nos- number one most interesting thing most people claim is when they realize they have debt equity, that their money is earning them nothing, that they have net worth, but it's earning them nothing. We'll be right back with Jeff Culverhouse and the Dell Wall Radio Show.
1: We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866 971 8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866 971 8970.
5: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend
2: today. Talk 1370, the right choice. Back, and now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free. From the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del On The
3: Bonsley Radio Show today on Tell Dell, we have Jeff Culverhouse out of Dallas, Texas. Jeff and his wife have accumulated three or four apartment complexes uh, as a passive. I think one of those sold off. And uh, they also decided to become leads, and they are lead investors themselves, uh, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, We've just finished discussing them coming to the two-day, finding us through friends. Now we're going to talk about when you came out of the uh, two-day, Jeff, let's talk about the plan. What did you and the wife plan, and how did you execute that plan?
4: So our plan was to, you know, to get into this this first deal, and to to kind of learn, you know, real estate. Like I said, we 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 had not really done much with real estate other than hearing what our friends had done, and so we our, our goal was to to get into that first deal, and uh, then after that, in year two, we wanted to be into two deals, uh, you know, passively. So you know, we started doing our networking, and uh, luckily for us, we you know we we kind of have it easier in that respect because, you know, I've got several friends that were now lead investors. And so, I, you know, I had kind of an inside track there. And, uh, you know, without that, I, I wouldn't be able to be where I am now, you know. So really, it was just at first attacking the passive deals. We knew at one at some point, well, I did. I wanted to be a lead at some point just from looking at the numbers, you know, the, you know you, you, there's just so much more, chance to retire yourself if you can become a lead and it, my wife on the other hand was, you know, she was not so sure about that and uh, it took some some coaxing but eventually we both came around to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: the, it it's interesting and fun. Uh, I go through it myself with my wife. It's just the, the dynamics of two people, any two people trying to come to a conclusion together is always interesting. And uh, I guess it's really luckily for, lucky for those of us who have married the right person that we can formulate an agreeable position between the two of us. Some people out there, like I said, yeah, I've met people that were dying to get into doing something and their spouse wouldn't let them do it, you know, so that's great. Uh, okay. When you guys came out, you had, you had a, a true advantage to be... Having a deal and a person you wanted to go into the deal, I would suggest for people listening, though, that most people that come in here are able to get into a deal within three or four months, and then they can get in as many as they want after that because once you get on everybody's list, there's deals coming through my email every single day, and we're turning them down left and right and left and right because we just can't keep up with the volume. So I don't think that's really a problem you would have run into, Jeff. But, yeah, I, no,
4: Definitely.
3: Yeah, but it was a definite advantage, and the, the advantage is that it was a friend, so you didn't have the fear. You knew the person, right? So that's a good. That's good. Um, moving on from there, though, you went on to deals with other people that weren't friends, right?
4: Um, actually, all the deals we are are in are are, are friends of ours. So. Oh
3: my gosh, <laughs> that's amazing! I didn't know that part of the story. So, um, what does it called when you only? You're in a little snobby group together or what?
4: (laughs) Yeah, we actually do have a a, a name for our group.
3: (laughs) Oh, wow. A little click within the group. That's funny. (laughs) That is funny. They had those day here and used a couple different groups where they had bought like five or ten apartment complexes within a mile or two of each other. So they called themselves, you know, things like the the Galveston Pigs or something like that. I don't know what it's called. But Clear Lake Pigs or whatever. um moving along, <laughs> but I get sideswiped on that one. Um, let's talk about you coming to the conclusion somewhere along the line that you wanted to be a lead. Let's work into that from how it built up to that. And then what snap made you make that decision to go ahead.
4: Sure. That's, that's a pretty good one. We, uh, you know, I, looking at the numbers, you know, I'm a spreadsheet kind of guy. I like to, to, to make the numbers work. Basically it's, uh, it makes me feel better to, to, to have the calculations and just going over the numbers. It's like, yeah, I can, I can do this passively. And, you know, it, and that, that works, but if you want to be more aggressive and do it, it, it's going to have to be, uh, you know, push more. Right. So what I did was, you know, I was looking at it and I, I wanted to be lead and, and we went along you know, thinking, okay, maybe next year, maybe next year, maybe next year. Well, then, I worked my butt off in 2018 for the company I worked for. I mean, I, I put in long hours, did a, a a bunch of install stuff, and and uh, you know, just just was doing a bunch for the company. And then in February, we go when we go to get my raises, it was a it was just not what I expected. It was not near as good as what I felt that I put in, and so you know that was a light switch for me. I was like, you know, I'm a number here. I I can, I can keep, I can bust my butt and, and work really hard and just get a really small raise that wasn't even up to, you know, what social security got this year. And so at that moment I decided to jump. And I, in fact, I, after I got my, uh, paper for my raise, I I went and, and texted, uh, my good friend and said okay I'm ready because he had been sending me stuff you need to jump you know and and uh, that's kind of that's the name of our group jump crew <laughs> and so he <laughs> he got me to jump and uh, uh, and this, as I say the that's the rest is history
3: Wow so um, the process you decided that it was time let's walk us through here we still got two minutes left walk us through the process you had to go Tell your your mentor and sign up for it. So let's walk through the steps you went through.
4: Okay, so first, you know, I was talking to my friend, and he's he's helping me, telling me what I need to do. So I go go initiate the contact with the mentor. Um, you know, in parallel, I'm talking to mortgage brokers, I'm I'm talking to real estate attorneys, and uh, trying to get my team in place behind me. And so it, it, it again, it really helps to have people that are already doing this on your side. So, you know, we got all that stuff lined up and, and uh, you know, got, you know, how much about what we were wanting to look for. We were wanting to look for like a 40 unit or less property and uh, went and talked to uh, the mentors and, and you know, got blessed off and became a aspiring lead. And it, it, it all happened really fast. Cause it, we were looking at um, a property that was, you know, I think it was eighteen twenty units, somewhere around there. And that, you know, that just didn't happen. But then we were at a uh, some old capital event, and I started talking to some some brokers there, and they uh, they were talking about some off market deals, and never gave me any names. But I, so I started digging around uh, in the area and found a property, and we ended up submitting an LOI on that within, you know, a, a, I think I was an expiring an aspiring lead for a couple of months only, and then, you know, that prop, this property
3: happened. Wow, so that's quick. You moved in right away. Got it done. Now, one thing I want to make, one point I want to make clear to everybody out there, um, and I didn't realize this was going to happen, but I'm feeling it to me, so if I'm feeling it, probably everybody else out there is feeling it. You have all these friends that are in there, okay? So we might be leading people to believe you, because you had friends, had people talking to you. What I want everybody out there to understand is if you're a brand new person and you start going through the networking that we have set up, you're going to meet these people and anytime, very quickly, they're all going to be helping you just like they're helping Jeff. We'll take a short break. Yeah. be right back with the Dell Wamson Radio Show.
5: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.
2: Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley.
3: Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Jeff Culverhouse out of Dallas. And Jeff and his wife uh, purchased three or four different passive apartment complex deals and then decided they wanted to go ahead and be a lead themselves. Uh, he joined up as an inspiring lead and went out and started looking for a property within a few short months. Uh, he had found his dream that he wanted to do, and it looked like he'd gotten all the work done he'd set up and got ready to go and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like life generally does it starts you know throwing stuff at you, the sky starts falling, and he and his wife were faced with a series of issues, and I'm gonna let him tell the story uh and explain how they thought about it and what kept them going and how they got through it. So, Jeff, please go ahead and share your story of what happened once you found the property and started working on it.
4: Sure, sure, yeah. And and to your point on the uh, on on the other members and everything, the the mentors and everything, uh, they've been instrumental. And there's no way we could have done this without all of the support of the whole LU family and team, other all the other leads and and the mentors. Uh, they were were instrumental in, in making sure our our quick analysis was done right scrutinized and and uh anyways so, so moving on to the to the other other portion there uh yeah we we had our our mfqa done and you know of course um don and charles looked over it and you know gave me their opinions and 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 you know changed up some numbers and everything we got that going i you know we i was comfortable with the lli to submit and uh we did that and it got accepted and uh shortly after we submitted that LOI and, uh, Molly's, my, my wife's, uh, father died. And, um, so, you know, at this point, it, there was a lot going on with that. She ended up having to be the administratrix for the property. And, and so it was like, we're, we're talking and, you know, can we still handle this? And, uh, you know, she was like, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't either. And, um, Basically, it came down to we can't turn this opportunity down. So we decided that, okay, life's throwing us this curveball, but, you know what, we'll push through, and we can make it. You know, with the both of us working on it, we got this. So we did that, and we pushed through, and, uh, you know, like I said, the LOI got accepted. And then, uh, you know, we start doing due diligence and everything, and, and uh, we're like probably two or three days before money goes hard, and all of a sudden, uh, she gets diagnosed with breast cancer, and so uh, that is a life-changing moment. You know, as you said, that's it's it's, uh, it, it's hard. You're sitting there. You, you're you know you're you're going to doctors and, and in, in hospitals and everything. And it's like, at that point, it was like you know we're we're you know got money tied up in this, and you know we're about to have all of our money go hard, and and, and so it's like, can we do this? And again, it came down to, you know, what's next? If we don't do this, who knows when we'll find deals? It takes people a long time to find deals. And, uh, you, you know, we could have sat there and decided not to persevere and to, to just give in. And But we decided not to do that. We started, decided to push through and fight with this. And, um, you know, we've, we've fought her cancer, and, and that's over with. She's... Uh, about to do reconstruction surgery and, um, you know, and the, the property, we got it, took it over, and are, are wrangling that in.
3: This must have been something as a family that drew you guys together very closely, created an even stronger bond. How did how does it feel coming through as a team like that and working it through and making it work? It, 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 it's, it's awesome. And, you know, we have two
4: young kids who... Uh, An eleven and a twelve year twelve year old boys, and you know, in fact, I had I had completely forgotten about this. But my youngest, he he told me the other day. He goes, "Hey, Dad, you remember when you came and asked if 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 you know if we thought it was a good idea for us to go ahead and pursue this this uh, lead investment deal?" And I was like, "You know, it, it is a family thing, and so that's that's why I had asked that." Of course, they were. They were all in with it and, and wanted us to and just wanted us to all be happy. But no doubt, uh, you know, we are a, a, a close family. You know, I married my high school sweetheart, and uh, you know, we, you know, we're we're just able to function as one unit. And uh, you know, I'm at the hospital with her when she has her surgeries, and and uh, she helps me out with the with the property. You know, a lot of the operation stuff. She goes and does meetings when I can't make it and uh, it's just a great team effort and no doubt it has pulled us together even more.
3: What did your kids get out of all this? Did they, have you been able to sense, and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, that's unsanitary, but um, do you sense that they learned something from this experience about life and about success?
4: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's, it's, it's uh, <laughs> they know that there's you know, there's adversity and, and, you know, nothing is given to anybody. And, you know, I think that's part of the problem. You know, today you see people think that things are handed to you, you know, we have fought for everything we have. And, um, I think that they are learning valuable lessons with us, you know, not just our situation, but, you know, other people's situations with lifestyles. And, and, uh, you know, I think it's, I, I, I keep trying to, to tell them, you know, you know, don't do like we did. Don't wait until you're, you know, until you're forty to start uh, to start going down this real estate path. And so,
3: we, we hope to plant that seed with them. Yeah, that's uh, that in itself is one whole story altogether. The legacy aspect of it, but watching you and the wife go through this situation with them and to come out the other side uh, has got to be character building opportunities, no doubt. Let's go into um, after you closed on the deal. Well, first of all, tell us what you liked about the deal. Why did you like this deal? You know, I, I liked it because um,
4: the the most of the interiors had all been turned on this thing. And the location, uh, you know, I didn't know much about the Sherman-Denison area until I started looking at this deal. And there's something about Denison that, the, that just that that town has a buzz about it. There's so much construction, so much things being turned in. And I'm just looking at the future here. This this is, to me, it looked, it looked very interesting. Everything in the downtown area, the property we got is real close to the downtown area. So everything's being turned there. There's all these beautiful old houses that are being renovated, you know, on the same block and, you know, in the surrounding blocks around this property. And I'm looking at... The market analysis and nobody everybody in there is ninety five to a hundred percent occupied and so I'm like you know what's the catch here and and the the um the previous owner had gone through a lot of work with this property it, it you know they when they took it over it was uh the occupancy was really low, and so they you know they turned all the interiors and and everything got the they pushed the rents, but they were still well below market and uh that was my goal was looking at this we we came in and, and like you know nothing had been done to the exterior so we'll we'll renovate the exteriors and just see where we can go with the rents because there was plenty of w- wiggle room there and so far it's been great we're you know we're already pushing past our year two pro forma within the first four months of the deal. so
3: really you're you're ahead of year two's pro forma in four I'm, months that's amazing I'm
4: just well I'm just the future, the, the the units that we've rented out i don't mean to say that we're you know our noi is where where it needs to be yet at, at no, all okay. but uh, but our but our rents are are definitely where they need to be
3: so so in your in your turnaround process um do you have planned to move some of these people out or just hit them with higher rent and see if they stay do you have a like a month to month plan that we're going to knock one off a month until we get get them all done or something. How how did you plan to process that to get it all up to where it needs to be?
4: Well, that was the plan. We were just going to push the rents and everything, you know. And uh, uh, you know how it is. Sometimes the plans don't don't quite work out. When when we took over, you know, we came in and you know informing them that we're going to stick to policies and uh, and I think that scared quite a few people because in the second month we had three people skip on us and uh i'm like oh my goodness what are we going to do because you know now the now you know i've i've got to answer to the investors and and what are they going to you know this is my first deal and so it's like you know we're we're just really worried that everybody's going to you know just get freaked out and upset and, and you know looking back on it is is it's like okay it wasn't that bad it just feels like it when 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 you're the one you know it's it's a huge responsibility having all these people's money and uh, you know that it'll it'll keep you up at night that's for sure
3: but yeah,
4: well, group, yeah
3: sorry. For, before you finish that let's go ahead because we're going to a break here in a second i want to get this in before we go to the break and that's it's lucky that you're with other lifestyles members who understand everything you're going through so they're not so judgmental as an une- Educated investor might be. We'll be right back with Jeff and the Del Wallace Radio Show.
2: talk 1370 the right choice welcome back now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire america one person at a time del bonsley
3: Welcome back to the Bell Wallsley Radio Show. With me here today is Jeff Culverhouse out of Dallas, Texas, talking about a purchase of his first lead deal. He's done uh, three or four multifamily deals. It's a passive. I think one of them sold. Uh, but he's now done one as the lead investor himself. And we were just talking about uh, his first couple months of operations and how things were turning around looking pretty good. So why don't you go ahead and pick it up from there where I cut you off at.
4: Sure. Yeah, we, we had... Have- a couple of people skip on us, and then uh, so then all of a sudden we these people had trashed these things. They were they were renting a, the property out at way below what market should have been. This is a thousand ninety eight square foot townhouse, and it was they were paying like seven twenty nine a month. So um, weren't the best tenants. It was just they were nasty inside. I'll, I'll say it that way. So we started cleaning that up, and as I'm in the middle of working on that, then we have a huge plumbing problem, and um, we get that repaired. That had delayed us on, on turning those those units. But once we got those turned, um, you know, I started focusing a little bit on the Facebook and, and marketing aspects of it, and, and we got people interested in coming out, and then we had no problems running out at, you know, uh, what – what we were testing the waters at. So basically, it was. Uh, right now, we're we're still working to get one of the units turned. We're at ninety five percent occupancy, and um, but we have some really strong interest in the in the one that we're we're finishing up our turn on. But uh, it, it's it's going well. You know, we're getting getting rented out. What we want what we want, and you know, we're going to continue to try to push that and try to get you know be profitable for our. Uh, our passive investors and and so uh,
3: let's you know let's talk let's talk about the units you've turned. You okay. you say they were renting around seven hundred dollars for a thousand square foot unit, which is very low. Um, right. I mean, ridiculously low. My guess is, um, you know, they should be. I'm just guessing, you know, somewhere around nine hundred. Uh, but what 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 are you guys trying to get for them?
4: So right now we're, we pushed to eight fifty. Um, that was our uh, you know, our target for year one on, on pro form on that. And that really, we went with that because that was our, you know, that was what our target had down. And, you know, it, it's, it, it's a, such a small complex. And I was afraid that we wouldn't be able to compete with, you know, the other stuff in the area. But I, you know, I, I do feel like we can, we can definitely push more towards 900 and get that. Um, and, and we'll get there. I, I do think we'll get there on that. But, um, yeah, it's, that's 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 where we're
3: pushing. Yeah, well, the process uh, is is such that you you can't take a, a nine hundred dollar person, stick them next to a seven hundred dollar person because they're not the same person and they won't like living together in a small environment. On the flip side of that, you have such a small property, it's very easy to go out and find twenty one people that are all the right people, as opposed to finding four hundred people that you know if you're trying to turn over four hundred units compared to. Yours, so um, it should be a, a pretty, I would say, short process comparatively. So that's all good. Um, now that you've been doing this, um, let's see what time is it. I think we're getting pretty close here to the end of the show. Yeah, l- let's go ahead and talk about what your future plans are because we've only got two minutes left.
4: Sure, if we want to get this property, you know, fully stabilized and and profitable for our, you know, for our investors. And then you know we're we're looking to, to go into you know somewhere around a hundred unit deal. That's what what our plan is. You know our, our roadmap. Yeah, uh, you know, I'd I'd like to be you know a thousand units someday, and uh, I, I, you know, we're self managing and I, I, to learn the business. And we'll see how that goes. I think definitely with the next deal, we want to self manage as well, and uh, that's that's kind of our roadmap. You know, uh, just. Finish deal one, go to deal two, and, uh, you know, slowly get bigger. You know, scale it.
3: When do you think that, uh, have you mapped it out to see what kind of deals it would take in the future to replace your income so you could uh, give up the daily squalor at the office?
4: (laughs) Yeah, you know, my goal is to be able to do it with deal two, um, I don't think I will completely replace my income but with you know with our savings and with uh, uh, we we have a, a an e-commerce business that that we started you know twelve thirteen years ago and uh, you know ramping that is part of it to also help help alleviate any of my uh you know income problems there with that but but that that's my that's my goal is to be able to retire myself and you know and, and – uh so deal
3: two. great. So um, as you you look at this now, and you think back to the three or four years you drove around with your friends, <laughs> what would you tell someone that's hearing this for the first time?
4: I would don't wait. Um, and I tell the people this. I tell. Them, in fact, I got a couple of our new college grads going to the uh, the case study this this uh, you know on Thursday, and and I, my my. I, I keep telling them, "Don't wait. You can do it. You can do it. It's just, 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 just do it." You know. So definitely, don't wait.
3: Oh boy, better truth never spoken. Well, Jeff, I appreciate you coming in and sharing your story with us. Especially, you know, the intimacy of uh, the family having some challenges there along the way. Really appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. And for the rest of you out there, I want you to keep this in mind: that. We're not doing this to make a little money on the side. That's not what this is all about. Although there would be nothing wrong with that if that's what your goal was, uh, but really most people join lifestyles because they see the lack of possibilities of retirement. And you're talking about someone like Jeff here that uh, was looking at retiring in his 60s, maybe 70s, and now he's looking to retire in just a year or two. Uh, at the most, that's that's a phenomenal turnaround and that's really what it's all about so I like to say online every day it's not the money it's the lifestyle and I hope that you can see that you only have one life and you only have one opportunity and let's not do what Jeff did which was listen to me for three years and or his friends for three years before you decide to make the changes because two or three years from now you could have already been retired and then As he said, he may not make as much money as he did then, or he may make more. But the bottom line is, he'll be retired. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or service.
5: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?